0: This episode, we're going to do Tito Puente, Dance Mania, Volume 1, In the Room, full crew. We got Rob, Adam, Ben, Hello. Grady, Hi. and John. Yep. All right, Dance Mania is a studio album by a Latin musician, Tito Puente, released in 1958 on RCA Records. The genre is mambo, and I uh, got this from Wikipedia. As a child, Tito grew up in Spanish Harlem and was described as hyperactive After the neighbors complained of hearing a seven-year-old beating on pots and window frames, his mother sent him to a 25-cent piano lessons. By the age of 10, he switched to percussion, drawing influences from jazz drummer Gene Krupa. When the drummer in Machito's band was drafted to the army, Puente subsequently took his place. After three years in the Navy, and with the help of the GI Bill, Tito... Studied uh, music at Juilliard School of Music, where he completed a formal education in conducting, orchestra, and theory. During the 1950s, Puente was at the height of his popularity and helped bring Afro-Cuban and Caribbean sounds like mambo, son cubana, and cha-cha-cha to mainstream audiences. Puente was so successful playing popular Afro-Cuban rhythms that many people mistakenly identified him as Cuban. Dance Mania is possibly Puente's most well-known album. After that lengthy introduction, <laughs> what did we think of Tito Puente, Dance
1: Mania?
2: El Rey de Timbales, is <laughs> all I gotta say. Dude is fucking rad. Muy,
1: muy bueno. Yes. It's all I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's the uh, exact thing that last, a couple of weeks ago, when we were talking about Sabu, and we were talking about... Um,
3: I found uh, ma- it less, ma- I I thought it less ma- accessible ma- than Machito. Ma- <laughs> ma- <laughs> ma- ma- Machito, yeah. <laughs> that that middle I, ground.
1: I felt like this was exactly the thing that, like, at least some of us were were saying, like, no, no, I want that. Yeah, and it's it's not like super aggressive or super edgy, but it's just it gets your hips shaking. It sounds good. There's a lot of smart choices. I think mm-hmm.
3: Birch, you missed in the bio at the very beginning. He's he's from the the Santana
1: before any of that (laughs) actually none from the song smooth Uh, (laughs) well Tito Puente's
2: Um, Oye Como Va right that's his yeah yeah. so and that was then taken by uh, that was was my
3: reference uh, Rob Thomas (laughs) nailed it it. by by Grammy Award winning uh,
1: recording artist Rob Thomas Uh, so Tito Puente wrote Push (laughs) um, about his father who (laughs) was a stern Man,
0: uh, so this was kind of his first uh, dance album, and I mean, just a killer album. I'd say almost not a not a dud on the on the track
3: no, no. No.
1: i, I never noticed moves. any lag. I, I
3: guess yeah. I, I don't know my history before this album. What what were his albums like before this
0: ballads. one? All oh, ballads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he had. He was doing the afro Cuban thing, and but this is I think it was strictly more, sort of dance, yeah, sure. it's more just in that vein of of uh get up and dance, which you certainly made me want to do yeah. makes
1: me want to take dance lessons wants to yeah, do. you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like like mm-hmm. this is the sort of record that like I could see, you know especially at the time, just being like, what is this? I want to get out on that floor, like is anybody teaching this <laughs> and,
2: and I think that. I could be wrong on this that Tito Puente originally wanted to be a dancer mm. before he had some sort of like leg injury.
0: He did. It was an ankle injury and he he was doing a dance um routine with his sister actually. And then um he switched over to uh doing a percussion.
4: He hurt mm. his leg while dancing?
0: Yeah, he had a, he had a tendon uh issue. Well, uh yeah. that so he stopped stopped dancing and got into music.
4: Oh, so <laughs> really lucky out. for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was really interesting too. Uh, That's why I included such a big bio. The GI Bill helped him study music at Juilliard. So you're kind of combining, and I think it shows in his compositions and everything. Is dates for that? When he studied? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can look it up, but um, it was after 1950s. Yeah. uh, Because he was in the Navy for three years. Hmm. Um, but I. Man, Tito it, got around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just
1: like D- Juilliard, Navy dancer, professional, and then and then man. turns into Tito Puente. Tito, the yeah, we know him. <laughs> that is, it's it's like Elvis or Muhammad Ali, where you're just like, dang, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just like you got around.
0: Yeah, but I I think he he kind of pulls in that uh, I mean that Spanish Harlem mm. Cuban style, almost like a. Riffing style, but then he's very trained like classically trained as well. So
1: he, It's an orderly record Yeah, that's exactly. one of the first things I noticed. It's like sometimes I like the raw kind of like quality of You know some like sometimes I like the call and response, but then there's the uh, uh, Order of this is really attractive. It just makes you feel like you're in control the whole time. Sure.
2: the whole time. So did Tito Puente conduct the rest of his group? Like, I, I haven't really seen too much oh, of how he operated. On the videos, it looks like
4: it, Yes. Yeah. Sort of like a like Gene Krupa. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was he the vocalist on any of this? Or was he just like band leader and timbalist? I was wondering
3: that too because the voice, I would always, I've never seen a video of him performing. He was think. on The Simpsons. He was. Oh, he yeah. was on the Who okay. Shot Mr. Burns episode. Amazing. All right, you're sim- going <laughs> to Simpson shame me? Uh, sim But I would never, I guess, I would have always thought his voice would be gravelier, maybe a bit gruffer. And the the vocals on a lot of these seemed a lot purer, a little higher pitch than I would have put on.
4: Yeah. I I could be completely off. You know this from conversations with him? I do, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that style of like. Early Afro-Cuban mambo, rumba, and stuff like the vocals. The, the male vocalists actually tend to be a little high and, and clean. Sure,
3: and you know, from when I'm coming at this, he's always been. He was always an older person, mm-hmm. so that was all my association.
2: He was once a young man. Just amusing.
3: <laughs> but no one actually has an answer for me. me
2: nope, we're just gonna guess. Okay. I got a book here. Uh, there's a there's mm. a song. Estoy siempre junto a ti. Which uh, sounds like we the closest all, thing to... I'm always, I'm always with you. Always with you yeah. I am
4: always with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inside you. <laughs> I'm in your house. It's like the police song. <laughs> oh, I was thinking... Uh, the Frampton Frampton, album. yes. <laughs> I'm Frampton. inside you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying.
2: It, I don't know. That's the one that I thought on the album was the closest to, like, crooning or hearing that kind of style of music creep into the, the, the mambo. Or son. But we don't know if he no. was actually the
3: vocalist. No, like, he's not. You he are no.
2: who is the vocalist? You pronounce it.
3: Um, <laughs> where is he at? Vocalist dod Colon. Mm-hmm. Santi
0: Tod. Sant Santitod. Santito.
2: Santitod colon. Santa's old
0: <laughs>
3: Santa's old <laughs> colon.
0: Uh so one thing i I noticed or I'd, I really loved is it seems to thrive on these sort of like staccato like breaks like that and then after those it it kind of like dims down and then picks back up it's almost like like these emphasis on you know mid-song chord syncopated breaks yeah those syncopated breaks and everything
3: a lot of those sort of ostinatos and and even with the the sort of the clave and in the rhythm section you have these awesome syncopated melody lines from the the horn section and everything and just it's always sort of shifting over cuz they they're pretty much all in 4, right? Mhm. Um, yeah. But all of the 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 rhythms from the, the melodic instruments going over that are forever sort of winding around the the one which is just always so engaging It keeps it, it keeps you wanting to just
1: they're basically like, like the less aggressive orchestra hits, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like,
3: like absolutely, I mean, like Mortal Kombat. I mean, but less, <laughs> but I mean, less aggressive. <laughs> like
1: an animality versus a fatality.
0: Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. with a friendship. <laughs> uh, did anybody else like, think the marimba was also killer? Dude, I'm I'm like like Hong yeah. Kong yeah. mom, yeah, that's my favorite jam. Holy cow!
1: This is good party wanna, music, you know put this on like this is a record that yeah. I think Next time that I have people over and there's just I just want something like fun in the background I could yeah. see this especially in the winter when you need it
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob, remember that a uh, Latin percussion album we used to play on the coldest days of winter. <laughs> yes. It's the only thing that would cheer us up. <laughs> I Get so, that just need some maracas <laughs> The, the house, house cold was colder there.
3: than the outside.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I tend to more embrace
3: like, house. what the winter does to my music listening.
4: Anyone else notice? So it's called Hong Kong Mambo, and he makes it through the whole song without going like, ging, 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 yeah. ching. <laughs> like But then at the very end, he he throws one they in like right in the face. Yeah. Oh.
2: Does like the chopsticks?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh. I didn't. <laughs> so I did remember. <laughs> Way to almost.
4: Just so tempting. Those notes are right there. (laughs) You ever thought about doing a mashup, Rob? Between this and (laughs) Gone Daddy Gone? (laughs) Every day. Every every day since I found this song.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the classic rule that if you screw up once, do it twice.
4: (laughs) I think it was a Zappa quote.
1: I can't remember where it started, but yeah. I've been hearing it my whole music career, and I use it regularly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm
4: sure Zappoom played I fuck I up
3: that, a lot. I think that predates him, though, back to the old, well,
4: the old jazz man. Yeah. You know what? That's
1: not as blatant, it's not as blatant, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't
3: do the... <laughs>
1: The the, the cliche, the yeah, I have to say the, he like
4: those, nuanced those it just a little bit. And I mean,
1: and, and that was the
3: that is the the, the sort of the, the harmonic interval style mm-hmm. of, of that. It's yeah. it's
1: not. He uh, showed some awareness, I think, mm-hmm. by not doing the. The worst case scenario there. But, <laughs> but also, is. this
3: is before that would have ever been like a cliché. Yeah, I know. I, I imagine like my
2: 1950s me would not have had that sort of uh, restraint.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows the comments that were being
0: made. <laughs> uh, so do I even have to ask? I mean... Nah, that's fucking what, the album. Yeah, it's I amazing. I think everybody's on board. All is, right, Check it out. This is killer album.
2: Yep. Yeah, all those songs on this album were like right at 3 minutes, maybe a little over, but none over 4, so they're just really tight and punchy.
1: Yeah. Rhythm is a dancer, you guys. <laughs> I can't dance more than 4 minutes, I'm just,
3: I am gotta sit down. <laughs> to throw in the, the Bill Murray quote from Stripes, You know, one day, Tito Pundy will be dead, and you'll say,
4: Oh, I've been listening to him for years, and I think he's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Tito Puente, you know, being famous as a timbalist, I kept on waiting for him just to cut loose, Mm -hmm. and he was restrained almost the whole record, but there was one part in uh, Mambo Gazon, right around, like right after like the two minute 15 mark, that's probably just like a measure measure or two, but he just gets to tear it up for a second, and that's what I wanted. That's what I want. That's all I want. Just a
2: little Lisa Simpson outro.
4: <laughs> I really want to get like an old set of timbales and rig them up to like a marching harness so I can go as Tito Puente for Halloween <laughs> and just ruin parties. <laughs> I'll go as Sabu. Oh, I'll be the guy on the Samba whistle. <laughs>
3: I'll be the guy telling you how culturally insensitive <laughs> <laughs> all of your customs
4: costumes are and shame on you. <laughs>
0: uh,
4: yeah, I don't have anything
0: else on this one. It rules else? everyone should listen to it.
4: Favorite track, track 11, uh, Agua Olimpia Toto. This one's got the. It's where they, they sing the horn melody at the beginning of it. Olimpia's.
2: Water cleans everything. I think it's a song about drinking, but I could be wrong. My Spanish
1: isn't
4: that good. <laughs> when it goes in, it's a horn line, but it's just the unison vocals. Yeah.
1: This has a very, like, we were talking about Buena Vista Social Club before. Mm-hmm. This really feels like an uh, early version of, you know, that tradition. More aggressive horns than this, but...
0: Not more aggressive than
4: uh, Machito. No. <laughs> Those horns are... Uh, pointy horns. Piercing. Yeah. It's pointy, pointy horns. Yes. <laughs>
3: What did we just decide that Tito put his
4: name in it? was either Tight Point or Pointy Tits? <laughs> pointy Tits. Pointy Tits, singular. Yes. Huh. Or else it'd be Tito's Pointe. <laughs> just
3: go fully
0: culturally insensitive. Mm. Alright, next episode we will be talking about Billie Holiday, Lady in Satin. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>